Uh, the committee looked at it long and hard. And from my vantage point, we couldn't do anything except make the referral. It was clear in our review, it was clear in evaluation of the evidence uncovered by our committee that those actions uh, taken by President, former President Trump clearly uh, created a problem for this country. And uh, we were all concerned about it, but we were concerned about it to the point, Jake, that we moved it to the Justice Department. Uh, we will move all the evidence that, that we have uh, uncovered, and it will ultimately be up to them. But it's clear the aiding and abetting and, and encouraging that went on. Uh, everyone, for the most part, saw it play out before that very eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we saw it. Hello and welcome to What the F*** Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Amditas. Let's get to it. It's Monday, December 19th, 2022. Welcome to Day 699. The January 6th committee formally accused Donald Trump of inciting an insurrection, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and obstruction of Congress's joint investigation into January 6th. They also unanimously voted to refer the crimes to the Justice Department for prosecution. In its final report, the committee wrote, quote, Evidence has led to an overriding and straightforward conclusion. The central cause of January 6th was one man, former President Donald Trump, who many others followed. None of the events of January 6th would have happened without him, end quote. It's the first time in American history that Congress has referred a former president for criminal prosecution. Trump was also the first president in American history to be impeached twice. In addition to Trump's criminal referrals, the panel referred Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Jeremy, Jeffrey Clark, and Kenneth Chesebro to the DOJ for prosecution. None of the committee's referrals, however, compel the Justice Department to act. The panel also referred four Republicans, Kevin McCarthy, Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, and Andy Biggs to the House Ethics Committee for ignoring their subpoenas. Chairman Benny Thompson said, quote, Faith in our system is the foundation of American democracy. If the faith is broken, so is our democracy. Donald Trump broke that faith. He lost the 2020 election and knew it, but he chose to try to stay in office through a multi-part scheme, end quote. Thompson added, quote, This can never happen again, end quote. Meanwhile, the House Ways and Means Committee is expected to vote on Tuesday on whether to make six years of Donald Trump's tax records public. Following a three-year-long court battle for the tax returns, which other presidents have routinely made public since the 1970s, the committee finally obtained Trump's returns from the Treasury Department last month. The returns cover the years 2015 through 2020. The panel needs a simple majority vote to release the returns, and Democrats currently hold 25 of the committee's 42 seats. Moving on, a federal appeals court rejected an effort by 19 Republican-led states to keep a Trump-era border policy in place, which allowed border agents to expel migrants for public health reasons during the coronavirus pandemic before they could go through the asylum application process. The states, however, filed an emergency appeal to the Supreme Court to keep Title 42 in place. More than 2.4 million people have been expelled since the policy was implemented in 2020. The public health measure is set to expire on Wednesday after a federal judge ruled in November that the policy was illegal. 
Meanwhile, the Senate gave final approval to an $858 billion defense spending bill, which increases the Pentagon's budget by 8%, authorizes a 4.6% pay raise for military service members, and repeals the coronavirus vaccine mandate for troops. The bill is about $45 billion extra compared to what Biden actually asked for, and roughly 10% more than last year's National Defense Authorization Act. The latest version of the NDAA now heads to Biden's desk for his expected signature. Moving on, the national average for the price of gas dropped to $3.14 per gallon, the lowest since July 2021. In June, prices spiked to an all-time record high of $5.02 per gallon. And finally, nearly half of 18- to 29-year-olds in the United States live at home with their parents, a rate not seen since the end of the Great Depression. According to a new report, the rising number of young adults living at home has been, quote, driven by financial concerns, i.e. rental costs, as well as other sociological factors, e.g. higher penetration of higher education and increasingly delayed age for marriage, end quote. The top reasons given for living at home were a desire to save money, 51%, and an inability to afford rent, 39%. Homeowner interest rates, meanwhile, are at a 15-year high, with mortgage rates at their highest level since 2001 and interest rates on credit cards at their highest level since 1985. And in the polls, USA Today says 65% of Americans say the country is on the wrong track and is not headed in the right direction. From a list of issues, 35% of respondents ranked inflation and the economy as their top priority, with threats to democracy coming in second at 12% and immigration coming in third at 10%. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit whatthefuckjusthappentoday.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Anditas. 